when I can, I'm, I'm, I'm often, you know, <sighs> motivated to have these experiences where, you know, I engage the public on a random basis and I test some theories with my under degree of understanding and, and other people's degree of understanding. Now, some people are are welcoming to this, you know, concept of communication and, and many others, you know, look at me with um, a great degree, degree of surprise. Like, you know, I've been told not to talk to strangers, never talk to strangers. But, you know, I believe that there's a reason why God designed the world with seven billion people in mind. I mean, if we all were supposed to keep quiet and silent, we would not have seven billion people, you know. Um, so, when I'm outside in the public, I try and engage as much as I can, but obviously consideration to people's degree of comfort, because a lot of people become uncomfortable. When you just engage them directly and you have conversations with them, they don't know you, you don't know them. Um, for them, it's really weird for some, you know, random stranger to talk to them. But nevertheless, when I engage people, you know, in a public setting, I'm often surprised, you know, and it's very ironic that people require so much help from science just to be themselves. People require a great degree of of help and assistance from science to go through life, to walk through life. When people experience pain and suffering, we need medication. We don't turn to the natural things that's within our reach, you know, fruit and vegetables, changing our diet. We we, we move to science. There's something wrong with me. I have a headache. I need uh, I need a, I need medication. I need headache tablets. And you know, in the Western Cape, in the place where you know I I grew up, it's a fascinating space for to to study human behavior. And I do as much of it as as I can when I'm here. And you follow, you know, the trail of of you know addiction and lots of other kind of problems. It's because people rely on science to resolve problems. We're not going to resolve, you know, a problem of stress or depression by becoming less engaged in things that give us, you know, the depression and stress in the first place. We're not even going to look for the, for, the, for the root causes of these things. We're just going to apply the scientific means to manage it. We're just going to drink more. We're going to use narcotics. We're going to do all kinds of things that um, really is going to have far greater consequences in the future. And that is why the average, you know, life of a person living, you know, in this community can be measured and predicted with a great deal of accuracy. We, you know, cut short 15 or 10 years of our lives uh, versus the, you know, the person who stays within approximately of 100 kilometers from us, who has a far greater deal of surviving, you know, through the navigation path of, of stresses and depression of life. We you know, he faces exactly the same challenges. He goes to work, you know, he has a bull that he misses, he has children that doesn't behave. But his response is very different because the community reinforces a very different type of behavior. In his community, there's people who cycle, who walk, people who, you know, go to gym. You know, there's not people who exercise, you know, great dependency on, you know, on the science. Um, so it, it it really takes a strong person to come from you know the environment where you know you are not even impacted by the things that are, is around you, and that's why I say we need to give a little bit more credit to the children that grow up in the township, people that grow up with extreme poverty and adversity, because the kids who do make it have proven one thing: 
that they have absolutely succeeded in formulating a personality and a degree of self they've discovered an image of self that they've attached to that have catapulted them outside of the parameters of prediction from behavior in the environment many of us um have overcome a great deal of impossibility uh, i mean my teachers used to say it's impossible for this child to uh, develop the skills that will what they will need to uh, succeed in life they can't read they can't write they're not good in mathematics it's, it's impossible and when they when they see me today you know engaging the public uh, you know the work that i do of driving a car for example living a normal life a very successful life at that best um in comparison to what they did, what they believed that would have had they are shocked and so one must begin to acknowledge you know the small investments that other people make you only need one person you need one person to tell you that whatever you're doing is great you don't need the whole entire community you need to find one person and if you are that person in the community or if you can be that person in the community try and be it try and be that voice that encourages people to believe to hold on to life to hold on to their dreams because you never know how it will change them you never know what impact them i had many many of these people i was lucky i had many of these people that stopped me and said listen you're not going with them you're staying here we are the day out there they are the naughty kids you're not going with them you're staying here um and we we going to tell your parents or they they would use any kind of tactics to discourage me from from doing wrong things and most of those people have passed on the old people they've passed on but i'm so grateful to have had those people in my life because my life would have been significantly different had i not had those people